player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 38 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Sean. Hello. Hello. How are you today, sir? I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you for asking. Uh, I've been better. Why? Um, probably, I don't know what time it is right now. Oh, maybe 30, 40 minutes away from losing my first Final Fantasy, first fantasy football game of the season. I already lost mine. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but to a girl. There's something wrong with that. So, I may have already talked about this, but... So, I screwed up my draft. I didn't yeah. actually draft any healthy tight ends, so I had to scramble. So, I drafted Jesse James of the Steelers, who's playing tonight. Um, actually, I had like a 30-point lead going into tonight. We're recording this on Monday night. Um, Steelers and Redskins going on right now. She has both Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown. I pretty much stopped paying attention to the game after they hooked up for their second touchdown. So unless yeah. Jesse James catches like three touchdowns in the does, remainder of the game. I'm, does he also build motorcycles? I think he like robs banks oh, in man. the Wild West. I never knew which one he was. Um, But yeah, you know, I was going into this week, I was projected to lose by like 20 or 30. And in the end, I'm probably only going to lose by, I don't know, 5 to 10. So not bad. A loss is a loss. A loss though. is a loss. No, no moral victories here. But I think I'm going to be... I think I like my team. I still need a viable tight end, which I don't have. But I think once I get that short up, I think I'm going to be okay. See, my, my, my league, you don't have to have a tight end, which is nice. See, I wish I didn't. But you just got to have three. You can start three tight ends or three wide receivers or two tight ends, a receiver, whatever. Just three people that catch the ball. I mean, once you're Pat, once people have gotten like Gronk, Gronk that's it. That's really it. Because Jimmy Graham sucks now. I had him yeah. last year. And it was well, I got ball. Tyler Eifert. I think he's going to be good, but he's oh. not going to be healthy till like week four or five. Right. I didn't realize he was injured. But <laughs> so. No, whoops. He was one of the ones you whoops. picked up. Uh, whoops. What is that from? It's just something some of my idiot friends used to say back in Connecticut. Shout out to Connecticut. Shout out to idiot friends. Shout out to idiots. If you don't have idiot friends, then what are you doing in life? You're doing something wrong. Um, By the way, shout out to Rasan. He's my idiot friend. But um, yeah, I've been better. I've already... I chalked this one up as a loss like several days ago. And then stupid me got my hopes up yesterday. That's how fantasy... So yeah, that's what fantasy football will do to you. You'll also, you'll go, there's a few phases of fantasy football. You'll get to the phase where you try to be too cute and you overthink everything and you overanalyze and you're like, Ooh, this guy that I picked up in the 13th round, he's got a favorable matchup against team X. And I really think that, you know, his, his blah, 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 blah. And you're going to start him. And then you're going to get two points. And the guy that you bench for no reason is going to get like a hundred points. And you're going to like, I just, I just hate fantasy football. Well, see, I benched cam. Because I also have the Denver defense. So I benched Cam and played Matt can, Ryan instead. I can understand that. And he had a great game. And Ryan turned out he scored more than Cam did. So I was okay with that. Um, in the end, depending on how much I lose by, and this is really going to annoy me, you could make the argument that I'm going to lose because of my kicker. I have Blair Walsh, who had a great game. 
he got me like 15 points. He kicked four field goals. A couple of them were like 50, well, he, no, 40 plus yarders, but he but also he missed, missed a couple. couple. Yeah. Okay. So that's six points right there. Just gone. Dead. That'll do it. If I lose by less than six, I'm going to be upset, but welcome to fantasy sorry. final fantasy football. If I go nine and one, I'm happy. And how about them giants? <sighs> good start. So good. Dak is good. Dak Prescott is good. Dak he's is good. He's not the reason they lost that game. They lost the game because Terrence Williams is kind of an idiot. Should have run out of bounds. Even yeah. then, it was going to be a long kick. I mean, Dan Bailey's good. Yeah, there's no that, guarantee in that, but... in that place. But our hey, Giants won. One and one is one and zero. And then we got the Saints next week. We always suck when we play them. Yeah, but it's at home. It'll be a shootout, which is good for me because I've got Eli and Odell. So hopefully, my guys will be racking. Mm-hmm. And I've got the Saints. I got receiver. Sterling. So I've got maybe he'll catch a couple. I got Brandon Cooks. Yeah, and he he went off in yeah, that yeah. game. He got that ninety-eight yard touchdown, which was amazing. Um, so yeah, yeah. It, it, I hate fantasy football, but I can't quit it. It's just when I hate real football too, then everything sucks. Right, but the Giants won, so I don't hate real football. And that was very good to not hate real football. It's always good. If you're watching us on YouTube, I hope we look a lot better. We got some real fancy lights. We're trying to be official. How we look? We look good. We look better. We look good. As good as we can look. Hope so. Okay. Uh, if you're not watching us on YouTube and you're listening to this on audio podcasts around the world, you really should check out our YouTube channel because we do a lot of fun stuff over there. Right now, we're playing. We're doing Let's Play series, running through the Streets of Rage series. Yep. Very fun. Uh, Streets of Rage 2 went up today. Streets of Rage 3 will go up next week. Uh, we also got a Let's Play Bro Force up there. Check that out. One of the most fun games just Wait, ever what was created. the I'm sorry. We got a Let's Play up there of Bro <laughs> which is one of the most fun games ever created. We got to go back to it. I, gotta, I still got to beat that game. We got to go back to it. But we do need to finish that. Definitely check it out. Funny thing. We're recording this on what is hashtag National Video Games Day. Hashtag. Monday night. That's awesome. I didn't know there was a National Video Games Day. If you ask me, every game should be I mean, a National Video Games Day. Every game should be? What? I said every day, didn't I? No, you said every game. We'll check the tape. Definitely not every game should um, be celebrated. I like it, but I feel like tomorrow might be like National Garbage Can Day. And there's like, like every day is a day now. There's like, like five donut days, I think. It seems like it. Mom's Maybe sometimes it's D O N U T, sometimes it's D O U G H. What is the proper? Is there a proper donut spelling? I think in America we do D O N U T. We do do nut. D-O-N-U-T. What did you just do? You you said D U N O T. D O N U. Do not do host me. No, I spelled it right. It didn't seem like enough. You had to count to five to figure out if you spelled it right. I kept saying D O N U T, but it didn't seem like enough letters. And then I'm guess I'm thinking doe like D O U G H and U T is probably like British or something. No, it's just doe and a nut. Why is it a nut? It doesn't make sense. I'm not sure. Here in America, we don't use a whole bunch of unnecessary extra letters, so I'm gonna say it's D O N U T. I agree. I agree. So one of the other cool things uh, this weekend was big in wrestling, both in UFC and in the WWE. Poor little punk is. Poor little punk. Poor little punk is CM Punk got his butt kicked. What was it? Under like a minute twenty seconds, he got tapped out. I think it was two something. It was first round though. Did you see what he got paid though? Five hundred thousand. That's not bad. It's not bad for a minute I and a half. I'd go in the octagon. I'm gonna live. I well, I mean, I would think I'd live. You probably. Live. I'd just be like, grab me. I'd just. They'd ring the bell, and I would just start tapping. I tap, just tap, tap, get tap. Get in the fetal position yeah. on the ground. Oh, so funny story. I actually read about this. There's no. There's no, um, I don't want to say there's no truth to it, but there's no probably not 
It's not confirmed. I actually got a WWE on ESPN alert. Okay. And they're claiming that, and you'll probably remember this, the part of um, Ziggler and Miz last night was apparently them like poking fun at CM Punk and losing to like the rear naked choke. Remember when, I don't even remember who it was. I think Ziggler had Miz and like the choke hold. Oh, he had a, no, they don't know what they're doing. Well, it's a sleep hold, sleeper hold, but. They were saying, I think that's the part that they were talking about that was them trying to like rib on CM Punk. And then they did a horrible job of that because the announcers weren't in on it or anything. Well, but then later they were saying, I think it was Miz. So it was in Cleveland. Apparently, Miz and Dolph are both from Cleveland. So maybe no, they were. It just... was in Virginia. <laughs> well, then I don't know what it was in Virginia. It was definitely sure? in Virginia, yeah. But it was definitely that was the Battle of Cleveland with those two, yeah. But it was in Virginia. Go ahead, research. I thought it was in Cleveland. You can look it up. Um, but they were saying that what's going on here? Why is that a five? Um, we're blowing up two player co op, blowing up on YouTube. Uh, none Twitter. of it's me, so it must be two player co op. That's good. Um, oh, but they were saying, I guess, Ms. 10 or. No, I think actually they were talking about CM Punk. Um, that he would he tended to do a lot of homages in his wrestling matches to like Macho Man. Macho and just other wrestling matches in general. And so maybe it, they're not necessarily saying it was mean spirited. They need to not be mean spirited because I no, want that dude I to love come punk. back. Right, yeah. Poor little punkus. Poor little punkus. So that was interesting. Glad I didn't pay sixty bucks for that. But then Sunday night we had uh SmackDown Live presents Backlash, which was basically an episode of SmackDown. But I will say, I enjoyed it fine. You know, I mean, it was, it, it wasn't fantabulous, but it was serviceable. They only had six matches. It lasted two and a half hours, nice and tight. And AJ Styles is a champ. AJ Styles is the WWE champion. A year ago, would you ever think you would make that statement? It's not a rhetorical uh, question. I'm really not, not a WWE champ. No. no. He's won NWA, well, I think, yeah. TNA, IWGP, and WWE, and Ring of Honor championships. Shout out to you, Kerry, for reminding me about Ring of Honor also. Like, he's won it all. He is the only guy, literally the only guy that has ever done that. He's a first battle Hall of Famer. He's one of the best that ever lived. If he would have done, if, he, if his whole career would have been in WWE, he'd be viewed even more positively among wrestling fans than he is already. Shout out to AJ Styles. So we need to, like stat even though wwe won't do this because they want to keep it wwe booker t should not be in the wwe hall of fame sting absolutely should not be in the wwe hall of fame it needs to just it's be more the wrestling I just like the rock and roll hall of fame it has nothing to do with the rock and roll anymore it's and the music is in there it's obviously the music NWA's hall of fame groups ever right right so it needs a name change but it's wwe's thing the they don't want hall of fame Right, but they want to brand it. But actually, they bought WCW, so they're that's, so I guess that's that how they can get around. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know that AJ makes Hall of Fame. Hundred mm. percent, he does. They keep acknowledging everything he did in Japan, and he won the IWGP. And that's true. I guess they can just acknowledge everything. They still but ignore. DNA, but he's still, still got a case. That's still dumb. That's still dumb. He's one of the best that ever lived. He's he's amazing. So happy. Uh, you got the prediction. We didn't do it on air this time because it was just a little pay per view. But two months Sean's in a row, two for, yeah, two for two. Winning our prediction thing. Sorry, I'll, I'll get it next time. Um, 
I don't know. I thought it was decent. I mean, I thought Styles was going to win, but I picked Ambrose just because I figured something screwy would happen and they would wait another month to give AJ the belt. I was completely wrong. They did what they should have done. He kicked John Cena's butt. He should have kicked Ambrose's butt, and he did, and he won the title. It definitely had, like you said, um, it definitely had kind of an old school, we're dating ourselves here, but an old school, like, in-your-house kind of feel. As opposed definitely to, felt like an in-your-house. As opposed to the, every pay-per-view is at least three hours now, sometimes four. This was two and a half hours. You get rid of some of the promos and stuff, you maybe could have cut it down to 2.15. And I'm okay with that. It seems like if you didn't have a WWE Network, this should have been... A grand inflation and everything. But back in the day, this would have been a $20 pay-per-view. A, a two-hour. You could have taken Today, out maybe the other tag team match and just done the tag team. Right. You could yeah. have just said, Usos are in the tournament. Yeah, just get rid of one of those gonna, matches. They're going to beat Zack Ryder. This could have been but, a two-hour pay-per-view. But yeah, all in all, I think it was good. They gave everybody enough time to shine. The matches were all good matches. Like the women's Other than match. Kane. The women's match was really good. That. Kane shouldn't be Women's match was awesome, yeah. I thought. Uh, Ziggler held his own, even though I, I thought for sure he was going to win. The way the announcers kept talking about how, oh, he can never win the big one and blah, 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 blah. Uh, I really hoped he was going to win it, but that was not the case. Yep. And uh, one week from tonight, Raw in Memphis. That's right. So we got that to look forward to. The uh, go-home show before Clash before of Champions. Clash of Champions. I'm glad they're doing Clash of Champions. That's a good shout-out. And, and not doing not doing Night of Champions anymore. Shout-out back to WCW. Well, but you it know, used to be while, something else before Night of Champions, right? Um, wasn't it called um no it's night of champions vengeance there's always backlash vengeance no yeah, mercy was, oh no i'm thinking of when they changed you did, you did it again i just that, we can't go did that register it did i definitely heard it okay. maybe i'm thinking of back when they did so like taboo tuesday and then switched it to cyber, cyber sunday Monday i thought or whatever night of champions switched names but maybe not i, don't I mean so. before before just now maybe it no. didn't uh, one thing before we get started on what we're yeah. playing, I just had to give a LOL uh, to one little thing that's not really discussing, but I want to touch on it because it just came out today. We're recording this on Monday. Most shocking news ever in video games. Last Guardian is delayed yeah. again. It's delayed until December 6th. Well, now I don't have to worry about uh, buying another game in October. I can take my time with uh, Twilight. I can get through Resident Evil here pretty quickly. Then I can move on to Oceanhorn. I can be Twilight before Watch Dogs 2 comes out. So the thing is, we don't even really need to. There's literally nothing to say about this. It's the same thing that keeps happening. We talked about it last week on the podcast and why I'm scared did, to death. Yeah. I'm scared to death when they announce the God of War release date, because I'm going to be like, OK, let's add on six months to that. It's not happening. Yeah. So I don't know. It's. I'm, I can't say I'm surprised. It seems like a cool game. I'm not like. I definitely want to play it. But now it. it's one of those where I'm pretty like, cool. Hopefully I'll get it for Christmas. Right, yeah. but I mean, I also don't have any. It's like I, there's no games. Watch Dogs will probably carry me from November fifteenth all the way to Christmas. The way they're talking about it, it's going to be a big yeah. game. Um, so I, I definitely still want to play it. It's been in development for ten years. It can't suck if it's been in development for that. They we keep saying ten years. I looked up. It's actually nine. It started in two thousand seven. It was in development. It was revealed in two thousand nine. But it's yeah. been in development for nine years. They would have canceled it if it sucked. It's Did you see Eco, um, so. I think it was Jason Schreier retweeted um, a PlayStation tweet. Yes, from like from 2011, I think. Coming well, I think it was 2010. December. Oh, yeah, maybe it was early 2011 saying coming, up coming this out December. for holiday 2011. Like, LOL. 
Come on, Sony. We talked about this last week. I think it was last week of the week. We love you, Sony, but you're making it real difficult. You got to stop delaying these games. It's getting ridiculous. What have you been playing this week, Mr. Sean? Oh, by the way, sorry. What are you drinking over there? Uh, I am drinking good old standby uh, sweet water. This is the Hash Session IPA. You you said it right. That's so tough to Hash Session. Hash Session. It only comes out is in the fall, the, uh, I believe. It's the pine the pine. Uh, no, but we had this I had this not this may have been in their spring one too. Because we had this conversation about how it smells like a pine tree. And there's no way that was a year ago. Yeah, we've been doing this for almost a year. It might have been. I, I don't know. know. But Probably not. Maybe it's in spring also. It's not. I think it might be. You can get Because then there's another one. There's the. Um, I've got the hash brown in there also. That may be a fall only. Maybe. But no, it's good. If you like IPAs, it's delicious. Very hoppy. Um, before I came over here, I had a. What is probably. Go ahead and put the old stamp of approval on it. Boom. Um, insert a graphic. Yeah, right can there. you do that? Boom. Big old Meaver stamp. Um, what I'm ready to consider my favorite beer. Um, Adjective Animal by Wiseacre. Yep. Uh, double IPA. It's like eight point something percent. It's it tastes like it's high gravity, but it's still very hoppy. It tastes like an IPA. It's a little darker, but Oh, it's just so good, and it gets the job done quick. Quick, yeah. Um, as I experienced Saturday night and paid for Sunday morning, but it's just fantastic. It's so good. Um, so I drank that before I came over here, so I can't show it off. But um, shout out to Memphis beers and Atlanta beers. Shout out. We love Memphis. Uh, what are you drinking? I'm drinking the good old Four Roses small batch bourbon. So smooth. Hadn't had it in a while. Had a lot of personal stuff going on. Felt like it was time for some bourbon. So it's not the heavy stuff. Yeah. Speaking of shout outs, do you have a shout out you want to give some local folks here? Uh, yeah. So, um, small world, but uh, yes, nope, two days ago, um, the folks at Nerd901, nerd901.com or They're nerd underscore 901 on twitter at nerd901 yep. um nick and adam a couple of local memphis video game nerd culture comic books nerds everything. like us uh reach out to us on twitter i think um local uh radio station guy here um john oh god Gary Parrish's little buddy. Basic name. John Martin. John Martin. Like John Martin Smith. tweeted something about, um, you know, is it just me or, you know, anytime I get into an Uber, I feel the need to talk to the guy. And I tweeted him back. I was like, yeah, I used to drive for a little bit. I always preferred when people would talk, you know, to avoid the awkward silence, whatever. Apparently one of them saw the tweet and just kind of checked out the profile and then saw two player co-op and said, hey, we like all this stuff too and reached out to us and uh it's great um so we've been catching up with them a little bit um it's always nice to meet other small um you know video game enthusiasts um small in the online realm and then when you figure they're other local people like us uh it only sweetens the deal memphis is not exactly a hotbed we're of not, we're not silicon valley we're not so 
all the more cool to meet some other local people. So uh, if you get a chance, check them out, um, support us as little people. Uh, we greatly appreciate it and hope to get to know them better in the future. Um, another thing, we're recording this Monday night, um, Wednesday night, our good buddy John Bernardo from A Link to Our Pasts Fantastic podcast. podcast. That is at A Link to Our Pasts. Uh, John Bernardo is at John, J-O-H-N, S Bernardo on Twitter. Uh, we're going on his podcast Wednesday evening. This has been a long time in the making. It's been yep. a while for our schedules to line up. Uh, we're really excited about it. Um, we've mentioned it before, but he's one that hooked us up with our awesome intro Fantastic music. Fantastic intro music. That you hear at the beginning of every Absolutely episode. Love so, it. again, infinite shout outs to him. We love it. Can't thank you enough. Um, and looking forward to going on that show. So, we're recording that Wednesday night. I don't know when he posts them. He may have a few episodes recorded already that haven't yeah. been posted yet. So it may not post for weeks. I don't know. But, but we'll let you know when it does. But we're recording Wednesday night and really looking forward to it. So shout out to John Bernardo as well. What have you been playing this week, Sean? Um, I think last week I said I had already beaten Resident Evil 4. Yep. And Brittany was starting it. Yep. She started. I don't think she's played. Oh, she played a little bit more. Um. I started a new game. I haven't gotten too far. Um, so you can do a new save with your old information. Well, you can just, when you get in there, you can save it in a different slot, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So it's basically new game plus. You just start over with all your stuff. Or you can... Does that come through? <laughs> yes. Jesus. Um, or you can start over. Once you beat it for the first time, you can play through on... Mm. Um, like I think they call it professional, basically harder difficulty. I'm feeling a little gassy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling gassy. What is is that? Wasn't Nutty like, professor? No, wasn't it one or, of your like old coworkers? It was one of my old coworkers, <laughs> but I thought we got that from a movie or something. No, that was no. Miss Deborah. Was like I'm feeling a little gassy. <laughs> but um, yeah, or you can start over and play it on like hard difficulty, but you can't. Play on hard. If you play on hard difficulty, you're starting from scratch again. You can't play on hard with uh, your. That old makes stuff. sense. Yeah. And I think back when I had this, I mean, I still have it on PS2. I think I tried it once, and it was just too. It was just too hard. I don't think I could ever get out of the first village horde. I don't. I don't think I right. can make it yeah. out of there. So I don't know that I'll ever do that. Maybe someday I'll try it, but I'll slowly make my way through it again on New Game Plus or whatever. Um. We have both played through and beaten Journey, but check Stay that tuned. out on Quick Hits. We'll be talking all about a lot that. Of thoughts. So Can't wait to talk about that. We won't dig into it too much right now. Uh, other than that, I bought uh, Oceanhorn the other night. How far are you in that now? I have no idea. I beat the first two actual like dungeons. dungeons. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how. I have no idea. I don't really know anything about this game. I don't know how big it is. Yeah, I don't know I, if I'm already I, almost done with the game or if I've barely scratched. I, the I tried looking for guides because I looked at the trophy list and it looks like I was telling you. I think it's a quite achievable platinum. Yeah, visit all, get collect two thousand coins, visit all the islands, do this, do that. It seems like it's definitely doable, but I can't find because it was mostly an iOS release before. I don't know if it came out on Steam before it came out on PS4. There's not a lot of good guides out there. Eventually, uh, PlayStationTrophies.org will have a good uh, trophy guide up. And that's one of those I think I might kind of follow along as I go through the game. But I, I, I can't wait to play this game. I was watching, Sean did the uh, the old share, uh, play. share play and let me watch him playing it the other day. And I was like, this is 
this looks just amazing. It's it's what everybody who doesn't have a Nintendo system wants to have on their system, and that's a Zelda game on their system. It's pretty good. Um, it's very much, I won't say a Zelda clone, but Zelda inspired. Yeah. The first three items, like true items you get, are all straight out of various versions of zelda and you've got a family I, I member in a bad that, way you got a family member that dies at the beginning gives right you he gives you a sword and shield yeah you're sailing so, around oh, in God, a boat so good um the camera angle uh, i guess it's, maybe it's not even the camera angle i think it's just the general layout of the game can get a little confusing everything's at that 45 degree and the isometric but everything got, is just made but you've got levels and yeah right everything seems to be made purposefully complicated to navigate and if you've played the game you probably know what i'm talking about if not okay but it's like you gotta if i'm here and i want to get down there it's like okay you can't just over this bridge and over and down here and then under here and circle around and now i'm there which okay my biggest gripe about this game unless i'm stupid and i've totally missed it this far there's no map map there's the mini map in the bottom hmm. corner, but you can't look at it on a bigger scale. And that map is not very really? useful because of all the changes in elevation. Yeah. You basically see the footprint of like the, the island or the dungeon floor or whatever, but it's not always a whole lot of help. You may see, oh, there's a treasure chest in general that way, but no as far as how, how to, to get, get there, to yeah. good luck. So yeah. interesting, but I can't hate on it too much. It's a lot of fun. I'm definitely looking forward to finishing it. It will probably be my first platinum. So that'll be fun achievement it def- for me. definitely seems like it's achievable now i have a question because this is one of the things that bugged me when i started playing final fantasy 7 because final fantasy 7 is an isometric view final fantasy 7 if you push up on the d-pad you don't go up you go up in up, the game world like, which is at an angle yeah that annoys the ever-loving stuff out of me in this to go up and right do you point the stick up and right i sure hope you do for the most part, yeah. Okay. It seems like everything is aligned weird? to where if I'm walking across a bridge coming like at me and to mm-hmm. the left, back and to the left. Uh, that is one magic loogie. That is one magic loogie. It seems like you should be able to hold the stick perfectly down and left 45 degrees and you'll walk right along it. And it doesn't seem to work that way. I always okay. start kind of veering towards one mm-hmm. edge. So it doesn't seem to be perfectly lined up. But it's, so you use, I know what you're talking about with Final yeah. Fantasy VII. It's so not... You, it's not like that. Okay, so you use the stick, you don't use the D-pad? Yeah, the D-pad like switches items Oh, and okay, stuff. I didn't, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that makes sense. But, no, I, I really can't hate on it. I'm nitpicking. Um, it's a great game. Anybody that loves Zelda, and I think this one, honestly, if for when they make a second one, it will be it's so much better. Because it's coming. This, this is an iOS game, and there are certain parts of it where like, okay, I see... I get why it's like this here because this originated in iOS. The next one I can't imagine will be an iOS first game. No, they're doing if, it like Ocarina of Time. Right. So I'm really so looking I, forward I to the second one. I assume that'll be Steam. And it won't be limited by that kind of gameplay at all. So um, be a really good game. Totally worth the $15. If you're a Zelda head like me and you haven't played this game, absolutely worth it. Check it out. I'm going to be. Anything else? That's it. What have you been playing? Journey, which stay tuned to that. Uh, should probably be going up Friday of this week. Our review of Journey slash discussion slash whatever. I know it's an old game, but we played it for the first time. And yeah, just stay tuned for that. Okay. Played some more Resident Evil 4. 
Uh, definitely haven't beat it yet. I've got to the part where I'm doing you the beat stupid Del Lago. What is that? Do you know what that is in Spanish? No. Of the lake. Oh, I beat the lake. We talked about that last time. I think mm. the big crack. Did you? Yeah, oh, I beat okay. the crack. So what have you done since then? What Not have you much. done for me lately? I beat El Gigante. I beat oh, yeah, the yeah, giant. Yeah. I beat. I got to the part where I'm escorting her. I finally went face to face with the town elder or whatever. You, they're the cult leader dude. And oh, the the big cheese. Yeah, and he says that I injected Ashley also, and I wanted her to go back to the president so that the thing can hatch. And I guess she's going to have the big like tentacle thing come out of her head. Yeah. Uh, so I did that. So I'm in the middle of the thing. I survived the zombie infestation in the the cabin in the woods. Have you ever seen that movie? Cabin in the Woods. Is it that the ends one up being like a virtual oh, reality weird. thing? Oh, weird. And they go down, they go down to the down basement, basement and, and it's all watching. like being controlled. Yeah. That was actually a good movie. I never I saw it, it, but I know how it is. No, it was so good. No it was different. It now. Uh, uh, it was, I would still. So I survived that. I'm to the point now. I stopped when I read the note that said, you know, we can't let them get any further. There's these two paths. One pass yeah. has El, Giant, El Gigante, El Giant, the Giant. You struggle with that one. There's two G's and only one of them. One of them is a G and one's an H. El Gigante. I think that's it. I think I just got Gigante. it. Gigante. El Gigante. It's not right. That's not right. But think of in English the word gigantic. You don't say gigantic or gigantic. It's gigantic. It's Gigante. Touche. Player co-op. Um, and then the fun? other way is like 50 zombies or something. So I was like, I'm just, I'm done for right now. I need to take a break. So I did that. And the only reason I took a break was because this past weekend was a free weekend for Overwatch. Oh, yes. So I downloaded Overwatch. People love this game. I just, I just don't. I'm sorry. I'm just not a first person guy. First person shooter guy. It's just not me. I just don't. I'm not good. If I was good at the games, I would love them. I can see how this game appeals to people because every character has a different move set and traits and special moves and all this other stuff. It's not like Call of Duty where you're just a random dude and you go around blowing people up and you get kill streaks and you get a friggin' helicopter in the sky that can drop napalm and kill everybody. And it's not fair. Right. Like every player has a purpose. I get it. I had to play the game. If you follow me on Twitter at Kevin White 24, I actually had to play the game. It's pretty funny. Kill three people in like three seconds just because I got soldier 76's little augmented, you know, aiming thing um but it's just not for me i'm glad i can say i played it uh i played it for a couple matches and then i deleted that and i got my 14 gigs hard drive space back and that's all i've been playing this week so if you like overwatch i see why i just can't do it i played it a little bit when i came over saturday night but yep i've already explained how my saturday night went so i was probably not playing it probably percent but i did not do very well not no big surprise there i suck at first person shooters and as such yeah i didn't really care for it either uh like kevin said i get it i definitely I just get i just it. don't I just do first person shooters it. in general right. because even this one that is kind of different both in gameplay and graphics the graphics are beautiful but it's still too much of the same thing it's just another yeah. first person shooter and the, i'm sure the true first person shooters will disagree with me but people love this to game. me it's just another first person shooter ign gave it, it like a nine and a half the, the metacritic score for this game is huge i just it's just not for me yeah the one the only first person shooter i'm excited for from now until the end of time is star wars battlefront 2 because i missed out on that and what i've heard about that it is very casual like you and i could be good at that game yeah 
Because you can, I mean, it's most, it's not all first person. You can do third person and stuff like that. But, and it's Star Wars and it's fun. So I'm definitely looking forward to the next one. So we'll see how that goes. And go from there. Sean. I don't know what you got. But you know what I got? What do you got? I got new. Slow week, but some very important information here. Pokemon Go surpassed 500 million downloads. Good for you, Charmander and Pikachu and uh, Charizard. That one too. And Jigglypuff. Uh, yep. Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Mm, turtle, turtle, turtle. Turtle Dove. Turtle. 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 Pinkus. Tortoise. So 500 million downloads. There's a bracelet thing coming out and you can play it on the Apple Watch. Okay. However, so there was a couple conferences this week. One of them had to do with video games, and one of them I didn't think had to do with video games, but then it did have to do with video games. And we saw the debut of Super Mario Run. I don't know about you, because were you watching this live or no? I watched that part of it live. What went through your head? This was really a catch-22 to me. First of all, when they, I can't believe, I'm going to lean back more next time. Um, <laughs> when they brought out Shigeru, I was like, oh, okay, well, that's pretty cool. I was like, okay, Nintendo's going to start getting into the mobile realm. This is no real big surprise to anybody that's paid attention. And then I saw it, and I'm like, holy crap, this is a Mario game. And the whole time in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, this is not going to work on a touchscreen. These kinds of games are too, it just, where you have like the the touchscreen, I'm just knocking into everything. Um, the touchscreen, I got to put my hands away up here. The touchscreen D-pad with like the, it just, I play a lot more mobile games than he does. Yes. But I've played enough to know that that type of game where you need that, finesse that like quick reflexes i can't really describe it it doesn't work on a touchscreen and so right off the bat i was like okay cool mario but this isn't gonna work on a touchscreen and then once they said oh it's basically just a runner he's just running you just tell him when to jump then i was like okay well that works better but now i just don't care so i don't know Uh... there i'm i'm not a hater on pokemon go but eventually Nintendo will figure out something different to do. I'm going to go catch a mob goblin on iOS or mobile games in general. They'll figure out something. They will find their niche niche. niche. That's it's a different game. It's different from what we've had. And I know they have nothing to do with Pokemon Go, but they will find their own Pokemon Go. It's not me, Tomo. Nobody care. Nobody outside of Japan cares about that. They'll find something that they will hit it big with their mobile games. I can almost guarantee that, but it's not its not a Mario platformer. I'll say that. I knew when they said they were getting into mobile games that Mario was going to show up on mobiles at some point. I also knew it was going to be an endless runner because it's too easy not to do that. Right. Two things I do like, though. It's not really an endless runner. It's an automatic runner. Right. It's still a platformer. You're There's an overworld. Right. And I'm the cheapest person 
you'll ever, Rasan can back me up on this. I don't pay for apps. I've probably paid for one app in my entire history. Maybe less, over under is probably a, a half an app. One and a half that I've paid for in my history of owning a phone. But they came out and they said, this is not going to be free to play. This is not going to be downloaded and we're just going to, uh, what's it called? Mini, mini microtransgression you to death. Um, they said, we're not going to do that. So I like that. And I like that there actually is, because I was, I was tweeting back and forth with uh, Patrick Klepek, who left uh, Kotaku and went to work at Vice Gaming. You got Patrick Klepek right on the first time, but you can't say microtransaction. <laughs> Four roses. Uh, by the way, I'm empty. Um, it's too close. The to lights. Today. It's the lights that screwed everything up. So I'm happy... <laughs> Oh, we're so stupid. I hope you guys love this podcast because we love doing it. Uh, all right. Professional. Um, I'm excited for this game. <laughs> I think it's going to be fun. <laughs> okay, but you're saying you never pay for apps and this is not free to play. Okay, that's what I was going to say. Sorry, thank you for getting <laughs> me back on track. If this comes out and it's like $5. Okay, that was going to be my question. If what it's do like you think a dollar, it's cost? If it's any more than a dollar, I'm not getting it. Uh, okay, 36 and a half minute mark. Remember that. I don't believe you for a second because I will pay up to $5 for this game. There were some people that are saying they think they might actually charge. That They think that the reason they said it's not going to be free to play is that they're going to charge like 15 bucks for it. That I'm not doing. But they think the reason for that is that Nintendo might want to change the way people look at mobile games and say... And they 15, do. Because look, if, we, if you paid $15 for Oceanhorn, you think it's 100% worth it, right? I'm not saying that's the same yeah. as an automatic runner, but maybe Nintendo's going to try to change the way we look at mobile games. I, I think it's a $4.99 or if they're gonna charge, game. If they charge any more than $5, maybe even 3 but certainly if they charge more than $5, they need to release a free demo. Let people download it for free. Play, the first play a level. level or two. Because... I'm not going to just shell out $5 for it. I mean, we can't afford that. That's that's insane. Now, if you do, and I play it, and all of a sudden, I'm like, holy crap, no, this well, is different. Okay, now I might buy it. Here's but I'm not going to pay $5 and up blindly, unless I've gotten to experience it first and know that it, there's something different about it. Here's the one thing that's good there. When you're on uh, Apple and you've got like family sharing and stuff, yeah. like... Jess and I, we, we share Apple Music and all this. Like We've got our individual accounts, but you can share purchases. Right. So I can buy this one time. And the I kids can, can play I can it buy it on here. The kids can download it on yeah. their iPad. Jess can have it on her phone for when the kids are busy and stuff. And it's like, then it goes, it goes a long way. Yeah. Yeah. You have more, uh, not inspiration, but more um, reason, I guess, to buy it than I do. But I don't know. It's... I'm not paying more than a dollar for it unless there's a free version that I can experience and then maybe I'll be sold on it. But we'll see. Maybe maybe something new comes out and you find out, yeah, it's it's just a, an automatic runner. But so we'll see. That's By the way, know. a lot of people have been hating that they hate that they just adopted the new Super Mario slash new Super Mario U style. Yeah. I think it's fine. I mean, I I prefer 
Mario 3 and Mario World, I would say. But I don't hate the new Super Mario style. Now, I think that it cool. controls a lot differently. It always feels more floaty to me and stuff. It doesn't feel like it controls as precise. It doesn't I, I agree. just going tap, tap, right. tap. But what would be cool is if they had different... Um, Yes, filters or now, whatever you could change between one, three, world. Pay, pay 99 cents and right, you can for do each Super Mario 3 yeah. or, and then another 99 cents you get one, another 99 cents you get world. That That's right. something that I would pay for. That I'd pay for. Yeah. But we'll see. I think it's interesting. If nothing else, I don't know. Do you I'm think- excited to see. I mean, Nintendo's obviously not going to stop here. Ooh, here's a Mario game. Mic drop, we're done. There's going to be so much more to come, and I am legitimately looking forward to that. I think there will be some cool games. I don't know that this is it, but I'm 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 hopeful, but not... I'm not expecting a great game, but I would like to be pleasantly surprised. The only thing I worry about, do you think there's any way this keeps us from getting a new... Not new Super Mario, but a right. new... Mario game. Super Mario, a new Mario game at the launch of the NX. Because they're going to want It may not happen, their but I don't think this. it's going to be because of this. Okay. It may not. We may not get one, but I don't think it'll be because of this. By the way, we're in September. What the hell? Like, Tokyo Game Show is in a... Two weeks, I think. Nintendo. <laughs> You're running out of time here to get people hyped for this stupid thing. Come on. You're already launching it in March. Like... You don't want people going out and buying a bunch of PS4 Pros and spending all their money this holiday season, do you, Sean? You don't. It's funny that you bring that up. Hashtag segue. So this is the only other thing we got to talk about in this podcast, but it's a big one. So this past week, Sony finally took the lid off the the rumored, long rumored PlayStation 4.5 slash PlayStation 4K slash PlayStation Neo and called it the PS4 Pro. But before we get there, did you know that there was a new PlayStation 4 Slim coming? What? Okay, you didn't break garage, man. Thank you. I, I had no idea. Like, nothing had leaked. I thought it was just, I didn't know this was going to happen. It's just so amazing. And then I saw this PS4 Slim, and it's just a new PS4, and it's awesome. So, all joking aside, they started off the meeting by unveiling the PS4 Slim, which is just now the PS4 $299, coming out September 15th officially. It's coming out September 9th, which was last week in some areas. <laughs> September 15th is a weird date. I just realized that. That's a Thursday. Right? It is a Thursday. That's, a, that's weird. Yeah. Um, so they're going to phase out the old PlayStation 4. They're bringing out the Slim. Everything we knew from all the leaks is true. There's no optical port. It's 500 gigs. It's really just a PS4 slim down. No processing power gains or anything like the Xbox One S did or anything like that. Got it? Cool. Nobody cares. Let's move on. PlayStation Pro, like I said, it's not the PS4K. It's not the PS4.5. It's not the Neo. It's the PS4 Pro. First off, what do you think of the name? PS4 Pro? Uh, I kind of thought they were just going to call it the PS4K. Personally, I knew it wasn't. I, I knew Neo was always just a code name 4.5. That I feel like that almost cheapens it. PS4K I, it was seems never going to be 4.5. PS4K made, it, I guess it made too much sense. Yeah. PS4 Pro, to me, I don't know if they did this knowingly or not. 
all I think of is iPad Pro. Yeah. Or MacBook Pro. Even the way the text looks with a little box with a Pro in it, it looks like Apple to me. Yeah. It looks like they straight ripped off Apple. Yep. I don't like the name. I think they should have just said PS4K. That gets across the point what it is. I don't hate it, but I think if for whatever reason they just were against PS4K, I think they could have come up with something better. PS, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. They could have done better. They definitely could have done better. Um, so anyways, it's real. Let's get into it. So it's out November 10th, a month after PlayStation VR. So think about it this way. The new PlayStation 4 comes out September 15th. PSVR comes out October 13th. PlayStation 4 Pro comes out November 10th. Has there has that ever happened in the history of video games? Where three hardware three, releases are happening yeah. in three months from the same company? It'd be like if Sega came out with... I mean, really, over the course of like two months. Right. It, it yeah, yeah, it'd be like if they came out with, okay, here's the Sega CD, here's the 32X, and here's the Nomad in a span of 60 days. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's probably never been done. I haven't researched it. I just assume it has not been. Yeah. Let's run down the specs. Uh, oh, let me see here. I thought I had it pulled up. Oh, all right. <clears throat> Try not to go cross-eyed here. The main processor is a custom chips, custom, <laughs> custom chip, single processor, CPU, X84, 486, at Jaguar, eight cores. The GPU, here's the important thing, 4.2 teraflops. We'll get into that in a second. We'll get into it in a second. Memory, GG, or no, GDDR58 gigabit, but it's overclocked. That's the same memory as a PlayStation 4, but they overclocked it, so it puts out more power. The hard drive is one terabyte. Sounds good that that's the standard model, except, well, if these games are like running in 4K, they're probably going to be a lot bigger, so you need more hard drive space. It is what it is. External dimensions, mass, I don't care about that. Optical drive. Hmm. Hmm. Here's an interesting one. Blu-ray disc, 6-speed CAV, and DVD, 8-speed CAV. Hmm. Seems like something's missing there. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, It it got an extra USB port. It's all USB 3.1, so that's cool. It now has, which the PS4 uh, Slim also has. Thank you. (laughs) It does. It uh, Bluetooth 4.0 and uh, 5 gigabit uh, Wi-Fi. Power supply is the same. Power consumption is actually a lot. 310 watts versus like 180 for the regular PS4, I think. And it outputs, obviously, in 4K. So the big things there. One terabyte, one terabyte hard drive, 4K output, HDR. 4.2 teraflops. If Scorpio hits what they're saying they're going to hit, it really is going to blow this thing out of the water. Microsoft came out after this and said, we like, they basically laughed in their faces and said, yeah, we've, we're, we really are going to have the most powerful console ever. I can go both ways on this. Is there something you want to say or can you hold it? I was just going to ask what a teraflop is or what a flop is. I know a teraflop is a trillion flops. It's more processing power. Well, how is it? Isn't that just Hertz? No, Hertz is refresh rate. Whoa. It's refresh rate. It's yeah, but why do you talk about processing? Thing as, hertz, of... hertz actually is the same thing as frames per second. The the more processing power you can do, the bigger draw draw distances you can have. Like that's what they try. Yeah, to but show. processors are given in hertz, right? No. What am I thinking of? 
They're uh, well. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of Hertz like refresh rate stuff. I don't know. Yeah, Hertz is a one over a second. It's also a great rental company. It is a great rental company. They didn't even pay us to say that. If you yeah. want to sponsor us, you could get it right here. But yeah, I don't know what a teraflop is. I don't know what a flop is. This stupid thing outputs in 4K and yet does not have a 4K Blu-ray drive. Confirmed. So here's what I don't get. To me, it seems like in order to play a game in 4K, said game, if it's on a disc and not downloaded, would need to be on a 4K Blu-ray. That's not true. Because you got to think, almost all the games now, they install to your hard drive. Yep. And then they output. It, it's like downloading. It's almost the same. Yeah, I guess you're not playing it from Exactly. The There's disc. almost no point to still have physical yeah. discs now. Okay. We just like it for collecting and stuff. That's why. Okay. So now I'm really... I'm glad I returned my 4K copy of Batman versus Superman because I still wouldn't... But even if I got a Neo, I wouldn't be able to play the stupid thing. You know what does have a 4K Blu-ray drive? Xbone S. Hmm. How many teraflops? I'm not familiar with those specs. Okay. But it's more... They they did... There was a bump. Remember when Xbox put out the Xbox One S, they made it smaller. They put the power supply inside. It's got 4K Blu-ray drive. You know, let's just let's just see their, their tweet now. Xbox tweeted, 4K streaming and Blu-ray? Check. HDR gaming? Check. Greatest games? Okay, well, no. Check. 40% smaller? Check. Xbox One S from $299. Why, if you're putting out a the first like true 4K console, would you not have a 4K Blu-ray drive? Sony's answer was basically, well, everything's going towards streaming and blah, blah, blah. Oh, that's cool. So now you're going to blow up my, my uh, uh, what's it called? I'm going to get overage from Comcast now because uh, I got to stream everything. Yeah, that, that, what if I want Batman vs Superman 4K? I can't even play it on your stupid 4K machine. So what you're saying is you're not going to be getting a well, let's go PS4 through. Pro. I'm going to buy it. I'm not, but we're going to go through this anyway. Now, so here's what we got to get used to if you're a PlayStation fan. This text at the bottom of every demo we will see from now until the PlayStation 5 comes out, which remind me, remind me PlayStation 5 at the end. Quote, this is what's going to be at the bottom of every, every game that displays now. Quote, displayed images are PS4 Pro images. PS4 Pro varies. PS4 Pro features vary from title to title. Select features are dependent on the type of display connected to PS4 Pro. All that. It's not even just going to say on PS4 Pro, like over here, right there. It's not just going to say that. It's going to say all that all the way across the bottom. This white friggin' text. Every game demo they showed at this thing had that there. That's what we got to look forward to now because this this stupid PS4 Pro. Yeah. They talked about forward compatibility, which is funny because we always talk about backwards compatibility. Right. When PS5 comes out, you can play PS5 games on the No, they're PS4 just saying Pro. all the games that have already come out are going to be forward capable or some of them will be forward capable to play on ps4 pro but that's backwards compatibility of the going system. forward it's right, backwards system, compatibility of the system but forward the game, compatibility but if you think games. of it from a game perspective right it'll go forward it's one and the same that's like saying 
Yeah, PS4 isn't backwards compatible. It's the same thing as saying PS3 games aren't forward compatible on the PS4. So here's what they said about forward compatibility. They said we are, quote, asking devs to do this. Asking. Asking. Quote, quite a few patches will be coming for third-party games, end quote. So basically, devs are saying, y'all can kick rocks. We are not, we're not doing this crap. So what I assume is every first-party game will go back and be PS4. Not that they've released a lot for the PS4, but they've already said Uncharted's coming off. Naughty Dog, uh, they tweeted, I don't know if it was Druckmann or Straley or if it was just Naughty Dog, said, we're taking the smudge off your glasses and we're going into the future with HDR. They're going to patch Uncharted 4. Uncharted 4 is the prettiest game I've ever seen. Yeah, It, it doesn't need to be patched, but it is what it is. Interesting thing here, because we've talked about this a lot. The PSVR will have the ability to have increased frame rate. Now, PSVR tops out at 1080p. You can't go 4K because the lenses won't support it. But if you have a PlayStation 4 Pro, you might get a better VR experience, which is what we were worried about. So the games they showed... A lot of them were old. Like they showed Shadow of Mordor, which is like three or four years old at this point. Uncharted 4, Infamous, which was almost a launch title, came out like six months after the game came out. Then they showed new games. They showed Spider-Man. They showed Horizon Zero Dawn. They showed Days Gone. And in Days Gone, when they were doing the demo, they made a big thing to say, okay, here's the game. And now we're going to turn on HDR. And now it's on. And I'm like, I, what? what? Nothing changed. Like I just, I'm looking out. A That's doorway. what I'm saying. Unless you're watching this on a 4K TV, why would you notice the difference? Right. So it's that's. I think I said this probably a month or so ago. Like I don't understand how they even market this. I, I don't know. It seems like one of those things you need to go to Best Buy or something and see it in person to ever notice any kind of difference. What else here? I agree with that. And like Horizon Zero Dawn looked awesome, but all I was thinking is I still want to play Horizon Zero Dawn. No part of me was like... Because of the hair? Because the hair is amazing. And no part of me said the hair looks better on the PS4 Pro. Right. Like I want to play that game because it looks like a fun game and it looks beautiful when they were showing out a regular old crappy PS4. They didn't show God of War. I thought... If we would have put money, like whatever Vegas had odds on, I would have put a hundred bucks on that they were going to show God of War four, a new God of War four demo in PS4 Pro. And they didn't show it, and there was no Red Dead. There was all uh, these rumors that it was either going to be Red Dead three or Red Dead two remaster was going to be coming out, and they're going to debut it there. Neither happened. Yeah, very underwhelming. We went over the Xbox tweets already, so there is an HDR patch coming for all PS fours. Oh, 4.0, by the time you watch this, 4.0 software is out. You can download that. That gives you the ability to do HDR gaming. I've got a 4K TV, but I don't know if it's a 4K HDR TV. So even though they're letting all PS4s get this HDR crap, I don't even know if that means anything for you because you've got to have an HDR capable TV, which I don't know that I have. I don't know. I may. I just don't know. Right. So VG247 and Game Informer went hands-on. Game Informer said, quote, they're still not sold on PlayStation 4 Pro. Video game VG247 said it's too ahead of its time. One thing, though, that was interesting is they said they saw Tomb Raider, or uh, uh, what's it called? Rise, Rise, Rise of the Tomb Raider running on the PS4 Pro. And they're going to do something that sounds cool. You can either say, I want 4K resolution, or you can lock it to 1080p and get a better frame rate. 
It's higher than 30. It's still not 60, but it's a better frame rate. But very interesting. That makes me say, oh, okay, that might be, that might be more, <clears throat> that might be better than just 4K. But that's the only game that's done it so far. But that's a software thing. Yes, that's that was up the the devs the dev uh, Square Enix said we're going to put that in our game. A couple more notes here, and then we'll get into our thoughts. So there's also four new PS4 accessories coming out. There's an updated DualShock Four, which all they did was they added a light bar on the front of the touchpad too. Very small, but at like the top of the touchpad. I hate the light bar. I don't. I, I want to just be able to turn that thing off. It's cool that I can dim it and save my battery, but I want to turn it off. I don't need a second light bar flashing at me in the dark. I don't need that. New PS4 camera is basically the same, except it's more rounded now. A PS4 vertical stand. LOL. And a new platinum headset, which is awesome. Actually, it outputs in 7.1 uh, surround sound. I think it's $160. Comes out in November. Yikes. Well, but I paid for my headset. Gosh. Quite a bit. 150 to 200, somewhere in there. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I want to go over my notes, and then we're going to talk about this thing. Well, well what, what do you think? When, when you hear all that, I just, I was never going to get it anything short of a super crazy i am super i am crazy i am super crazy anything short of a super crazy trade-in deal for a trade in a four and get a four pro for like 200 bucks or something anything short of that i was never going to get this um even then i would have needed as much as i didn't want to hear it i would have needed some kind of a if you really want VR, you need the system. So now I want nothing to do but with the system. But even then, would you want to spend $800? Well, that's what I'm saying. Right. Like, but that that would be the only thing that would entice me because I want PSVR. I think I do anyway. Right. Me too. And now my worst, well, not my worst nightmare, but a bad dream. It's definitely not your worst. Has come true. No, it'd be the Dracula with the feather in the door. Um. <sighs> What we'll get into that on a quick hits one day. Worst nightmare, PSVR. Oh, and it came true that they basically said, if you want a true VR experience, you're going to want to play it on this. And so now, but they didn't even only, like, give the reasons for that. Right. Right. That almost scares me more. No, I that's what so, I, no, I agree with you. Okay. hundred yeah, percent. So not only have they not sold me on a PS4 pro, they've, almost talked me out of or at least giving me severe hesitations about psvr now so now i just don't know what to think but i'm not getting a ps4 pro even basically if i need four pro to make vr worth it i'm not getting either i'm not going to get pro for vr i'm not getting either at that point so congratulations playstation if that is true your press conference talked me out of spending more money on you. So let's hope VR is still good without the pro because otherwise you ain't getting my money or my parents' money when I ask for it for Christmas. <laughs> Here, okay. First question. Do you even know what HDR is? Yeah. No, I don't know. I do. 
<clears throat> it is high dynamic range or HDR is an emerging oh, actually, display had, standard that allows for massively increased color depth and greater contrast compared to standard dynamic range, the decades old specification currently employed by traditional HDTVs. Basically, blacks are more black, whites are more black. What? <laughs> whites are more black. There's a blight coming. One of the things they were talking about, somebody was saying, I think it was IGN um, after I was talking about, they they looked at the Days Gone demo and they said like when it went dark and he, b- before he threw the grenade into the crowd of the zombies, you could see like the barn, even though it was like nighttime, the barn was still red and the trees still had a little bit of green to them and all you had was moonlight. And I kind of get that, but like, okay, like my games are pretty anyways. Right. Um, here are my thoughts. So I, I had to write these down. Did you watch this this horrible meeting? Did you go back and watch it? I skimmed through. I didn't watch the whole thing. But, but you I, got you you get what it I was. watched enough of it to understand your how. Yes, I wanted to gouge my eyes out with yes. this phone. Yes, there was no Vita two. That was the rumor. There was no Vita two. That sucked. Mark Cerny, I love you. You designed the PlayStation Four. You did make Knack. Bad idea. But you put me to sleep. I, I did not need all this technical jargon. I didn't need it. It made me want to pull every hair out of my head. Like, and now, um, HDR, which will make the blacks blacker and the whites whiter. And you'll get a level of detail that you've never experienced before on a console. Like, I was, I was literally falling asleep listening to him talk. They really only talked about graphics. Not what that power means besides graphics. And like we've talked about before, GTA 6, we want to go in every building. Right. I don't care if everything's a little more sharp. Like, it's not even going to be the difference between PS3 and PS4. Like, Metal Gear Solid 5, for example, on PS4 versus PS3, will be such a bigger difference than... Yes. Anything have you, have you ever seen on, it on PS4 PS3? Pro versus PS4? Have you ever seen all? It's going to be on three. clearer. It's not going to be more detail. More. It's just everything's going to look a little clearer. Like, right? It's clear enough. I, I'm good with this. Like, but yeah, I have seen Metal Gear Solid Five. It's on, all. On it's three. like blurry it's not, and jaggedy uh, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. To me, this whole event, like it's not supposed to be an E3 press conference, but this was so, I guess that's what I was thinking it was going to be. This was so underwhelming. Like this was like the most boring, like somebody was saying, they even made Mass Mass Effect 4 look boring. And I don't care about Mass Effect, but even that was like, this is Mass Effect and you're going to walk around and just stare at this freaking flower for five (laughs) minutes, you know? The system might be good, but the event was horrible. Did this even need to be an event? Like, this just seemed like it was made. I think they designed or they they planned this event to really be for like investors and bigwigs and Wall Street Journal and all this crap. Yeah. But then, like, they did not give me any reason. I own a 4K TV in my living room, which I play my PS4 on now. I don't feel like I was given any compelling, any compelling reasons to go get a pro. Especially when you're already somewhat on the fence, leaning over it towards getting one. Right. And they, now, they push me over the other side, right, back to the regular back floor. I'm like, well, I'll save my $400. Yeah. Um, if my PlayStation 4 were to die and I needed to get a new one, yeah, I'd probably get a Pro. It's only 100 bucks more. 
Yeah. But for this thing to be successful, they need repeat buyers like us to go get a second PlayStation 4. And right. I, nothing in this, like there was nothing exciting. Like they've been so, we, we talked about, I went back after this and I listened to our E3 recap episode. Yep. And it was, we talked for an hour about PlayStation alone. And how exciting we it, it, it was, and how excited we were to watch this. And God of War four, and the Last Guardian got a date. How'd that turn yeah. out? All this other stuff, but it's like there was so much excitement. It was games, 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 games. This was like here's some games in a sizzle reel. They're games you've all seen before, and they're like, oh, uh, look at the detail on Spider Man's mask, and you can see every thread in beside in between the webs. And I'm like, I don't, I don't care. How does the game play? Like. My second favorite game of all time is Zelda 1. It came out 30 years ago. It came out in 1986. And it is damn near perfect to me. Yep. There's nothing about this. Like, I, I just, I, I don't feel compelled to get this system. Is basically what it comes down to. Do you at all? Not at all. And, like and we I both said, have four TVs. Almost talked me out of PSVR unless I hear something new, like in the near future. So the thing that I thought was funny was a lot of these reaction shows, like be podcast beyond all this other stuff. They're like, 4K isn't that common?" And blah blah blah. And it's like two thousand dollars if you need a TV. No, it's not at all. You can get a good 4K TV for under thousand dollars. I got mine for a thousand bucks. I think it's not that expensive. Excuse me, it's not that expensive. So it's not like it's not like there's not a market for this. My thing is that they just did for the people if if we both own a 4K TV and none of neither of us are like I cannot wait, I need this, I want to play Metal Gear Survive in 4K or whatever it would be like that's more telling to me. I think this this event to me was a major major fail. Yeah. Nope, I agree 100%. I think they should have just done a tweet or like a Nintendo Direct or something like that and gotten their point across just as well. So I'm kind of disappointed, especially because Apple's event was actually exciting. Even though I knew what the iPhone 7 was before it even came out, they still made it be exciting. You know, if PlayStation would have done that with the Pro, maybe things would be different, but they're not. Sad face. Anything you want to add, Sean? That's all I got. Do you know what time it is, Sean? What time is it? It's that time of the week where we play the It's the Back of the Box Challenge. challenge. If you didn't know, the Back of the Box Challenge is how we add and and every podcast here every week on the two-player co-op podcast. What we do, we were inspired by games like uh, 20 Questions at Game Scoop. We tried doing that. We wanted to do our own thing. We tried Guess Who and a few other variations, and they didn't work out so well. So we settled on the Back of the Box Challenge. What that is, every week at the end of the podcast, we look up a game from our past. We look at the box. We flip that box over. Do you want to sing it this time? No. Okay. We flip that box over. We read the back of the box to the other player. We bleep out any pertinent information that would give away what the game is. And the other player can ask a few or a lot of questions to try to figure out what it is and see if they get stumped or not. And that is the back of the box challenge. And that is what we're going to do now. Who's up? What did I do last week? Oh, I did Panzer Dragon. I think I read second last you week. You did read second. So you should read yeah, first Okay. Get mine ready. Uh, okay. 
charge, blast, and hurdle through this fun and frantic adventure okay. without losing your cool. Okay. Or your shades. As blank, you'll stop at nothing to rescue your blank buddies when they get snatched by powers uncool. Is this okay. a Genesis game? Yes. Is it the black box variety? I can't see the front of it. Did you get this for your birthday one year? I don't think so. Do you think it's Kid Chameleon? I do. It's not shades. (laughs) Okay. Sounds like it because the the sunglasses. Um, I don't even know what this means. Then just say it because then I probably won't either. Shoot the curl. That means surf. Is that what that means? Yes. I don't get how that's (gasps) right. I know what it is. What? It's a Genesis game, right? I mean, it's, yeah. I'm looking at the Genesis one. It's not an exclusive? I don't think Because so. Jam and Earl was an It's exclusive. not Jam and Earl. It's not. <laughs> they wore shades too and they served. You scared me twice now. Oh, now I know what it is. Is this based on a soda franchise? Yes. Yes. Cool spot. I was worried once I started saying cool too many times. I'm like, ah, crap. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I didn't even said don't lose your cool and then shades and then something about uncool. No, I didn't even think that it was just the shades. I was like, the shades has got to be a big hint. I I picture Kid Chameleon. Remember the front of the box art? He's like surfing. Yeah. All right. Well, let me go ahead and finish this. Okay. Shoot the curl, get loco on a runaway train, and whip through a stomach dropping roller coaster ride in a. Okay, I would have bleeped out carbonated (laughs) in a carbonated quest to chill out your foe. God, this is so cliche. I almost would have had to bleep out chill out too. 11 levels of side splitting fun plus 6 bubble blasting bubble blasting bubble bashing bonus rounds in your face obstacles tricky maneuvers and 360 degree cool shot firing range I try to pick that out graphics so hot you'll need your own shades they're really about the shades <laughs> high energy music jams with hair raising in parentheses bald red fellows excluded Sound effects and back talking digitized speech. I don't remember digitized speech in this. Really? I don't remember that either. Hundreds of outrageous foes. Watch Spot give cheese slinging mice, slime balls, crabby beach critters, and toy train desperados the deep freeze. But yes. Cool spot. And it was the shades. But didn't either Toe Jam or Earl, I forget which was the, the fat red one. Earl. Mm. No, I think he was Toji. I think he was Toji. I don't know. I don't know. No, but I think he, he was Earl. He wore glasses. He did. Yeah. And like blue and white striped boxers or something. Ready? Ready. Now, this back of the box is black with very like muted red text. So this is very hard to read. So bear with me. Is it? I'm just kidding. <clears throat> The world has learned the meaning of terror. A decade after the events of blank, the evil blank has been destroyed. But the effects of its horrific creation still linger. Gripped in fear of another biological... What was that first word? Gripped. Oh, I think it's a crypt. Nope. Gripped in fear of another biological incident. World governments formed... mm, It's probably fine. The bioterrorism sect... Security Assessment Alliance determined to stem the spread of biological attacks. Now, Agent Blank has been sent to Blank to investigate reports of a new, more dangerous mm, outbreak. 
Joined by his new partner, Blank, both must work together to discover what's really happening and stop whoever is continuing Blank's evil legacy. Oh, that sounds bad. Is this a Resident Evil game? <laughs> I have no idea which one. Yes. Um, and Damn, he said joins wow. his new partner or something. Uh, it, the main character is a him. Yeah. Isn't it always? Or no, Jill was Jill two. was, well, Jill and Leon, and then Jill and Chris and Code Veronica. But yeah, read that part again about like joined by his new partner. That part, yeah. Blank joined by his new partner. Blank both must work together to discover to discover what's really happening and stop whoever is continuing. I'll just say it, Umbrella's evil legacy, because you narrowed that down. Is this a 32-bit game? No. Is it post-32-bit? Yes. Okay. So this is probably like Outbreak or Umbrella Core or whatever that game was. Like, this is one of those not typical Resident Evil games. I wouldn't do Umbrella Core. It's a game you've played. Now that you know where it is. The world has learned the meaning of terror. A decade after the events of Raccoon City, the evil Umbrella Corporation has been destroyed, but the effects of its horrific creation still linger. Gripped in fear of another biological incident, world governments, blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to say the name of the main character because that gives it away. Is the main character Chris? Mm-hmm. Is it five? Yep. I don't remember much about that game, but... Good job, because I didn't think with the stuff I bleeped out, I didn't think. Well, it was at first clear I was, was thinking my gut told me Contra, but then that's more aliens. Not that's biological. Aliens, yeah. And then once I'm trying to think of what, then I kind of started leaning towards Resident Evil, and I think I gathered by some of the things you bleeped out what they probably were, and then, but yeah, I didn't know it was five. I would have thought it was. Resident Evil Outbreak. I wanted or one to of those kind of like well, I wanted to do, games. I'm always going to do a game that you know where you've played. That's why I didn't do six. What's funny is I almost did six. I mean, I, I didn't even no look. It, I didn't even look it up. But it, like today, I almost did it. Really? But I couldn't. Have got, I don't think I could have guessed five either. But. Yeah. That, ladies and gentlemen, has been episode 38 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. Thank you so much for being here with us. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, comment below. Let us know what you think about. Super Mario Run and and Mario being an automatic runner. Let us know, are you getting a PS4 Pro? Do you care about the PS4 Pro? Do you think that was the worst press conference news event thing that anyone has ever done in video games and the most boring and you wanted to just gouge your eyes out with your phone and just order an iPhone 7 instead? If that's how it is, just, you know, let us know. Also, please like the video. Hit subscribe over here. We're trying to get our subscribers up. We want to get our own, you know, custom URL that's not, funny uh, for just verifying website youtube you got some weird rules um but we uh yeah we, we love you and we appreciate you for uh for being here shout out to nerd 901 check them out like sean said shout out to john bernardo look for us on his podcast a link to the past link to our past link to our past and uh yeah we'll let you know when that's going up and everything thank you for being here for 38 episodes we'll be back next week for 39 but hey until that time sean go ahead take us out thank you for playing Bye-bye. Bye-bye.